Good morning, Faith Life family. How you all been? Even though I can't see you, I know you can see me. So it's wonderful to be with all of you this morning. I want to thank, say thank you to Mike and Fleet for that wonderful worship. And thank you to our wonderful pastors, uh, Mark and Cheryl, for the, uh, for the communion and the, uh, and the offerings. So yeah, it has been wonderful to see um, all of you in the spirit, even if I can't see you physically. Before I start, I just want to say a word of prayer. Father, I just thank you for this wonderful time together. I thank you that there is no time and space in the realm of the spirit. So we know that you're here and I thank you that you have been earnestly waiting for this moment that we can come and be in your presence, be in your presence in one heart and one accord. So Father, I pray, oh God, that every, at the sound of my voice, that every ear, Father, will be in tune to your voice and the heart will be open to receive you. So Father, I incline my ears and I open my heart to receive all that you to have to pour out to us today. And Father, I pray God as I empty myself that you will fill me up, that you will flow right from my spirit into the heart of your children. So Father, we thank you and we are eager to hear what you have to share with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. So yes, and so today I want to exalt us in, um, in, from the parable of the talents. Oh my gosh, and this this has been staring in my heart for a while now, and I've done a little bit of different things around it for purpose, you know. Today, I, I think I just want to speak to us a little bit about how to be faithful in our purpose, how to be faithful in our purpose, in the little things that God has entrusted us with, the giftings, the talents, the call, you know, whatever you want to call it, all the things that we know, the deposit that God has deposited in us that are meant to serve the body, that is meant to serve one another, the gift is giving you to serve me, the gift is giving me to serve you, how to be faithful and how to steward it. You know, oftentimes, and specifically today, I want to concentrate on my little guy that had the one talent that buried it. Oftentimes we give this guy some very, some bad press, you know, hard times. You know, when we talk about the parable of the talent, we never remember the one who tripled his talent or who, who, who doubled his talent. We always concentrate on this one guy who buried his talent and rightful so. And, but I want to talk to us quickly about, you know, we know there are, you know, there are five lessons that, that we can learn around the, the, um, the parable of, of the talent. One, that we are not all created with equal skills and abilities and opportunities because we see that, that it says that he, when the master was going away, he gave each according to their abilities. So for the one who had the ability to steward the five, he gave the five. The one who had the ability to steward the two, he gave the two. The one who had the ability to steward the one, he gave the one. So that means we all don't have equal abilities and talent. So it is wrong for us to look at somebody else's gift, somebody else's talent, and, and not and not um, work in our own gift and our talent because we cannot do it as well as that. So we need to know where we are in this case because God will never give us more than we can handle. So, but he has given all of us something. So that's lesson number one. So number two, and that, you know, success only occurs when we take actions. So the gift that God, the, that the gift and the talent that was distributed among this 
um, uh, the, the servants, you know, always yielded something when they made an effort to do something with it. When they invested, when the five invested five, when the two invested two. And so that's where success comes when we take action. So we can't sit and not do anything and expect success to come. And success is not the same as winning. We must understand that, you know, success in my own, as the one who, who doubled his, his two talents to before, he was successful. The one who turned his own to 10, he was successful, but successful according to the um, giftings and the abilities. So number three, when we do work, our efforts are to the to the to be aimed towards God and not our own self pleasure or agenda. So when you know, so we must remember that there is a savior, there is a giver, there is a master that is coming back to our praise. So whatever we do is to be done to the service and to the glory of God. And number four, God always gives us everything we need to do what he has called us to do. You know, hence the, the distribution of the gifts and the talents. So he would never leave us without provision. You know, he always, so these are all the lessons that, that are in that parable. I'm not going to deal with all this today. So number five, we will all be held accountable. But when the masters came back, he appraised the servants and then he asked them, you know, what have you done with the gift that I gave you? What have you done with the talent that I, what have you done for the purpose, the very purpose for which I placed you in this place? And then he, he, he said, well done, and, well done, good and faithful servant to the one you know, who, who was faithful in the little by doubling to 10 uh, ta uh, talents that he had and to the two who turned his into four. And but then what did he say to our little guy who buried his talents? So that's where I want to really focus on today. So when we um, read uh, Matthew 25 from verses 14, to, to 30, we see the whole story. And I just, um, if you could please just put the, the, the verses on the screen so we all can read it and read it um, together. And so um, I start from verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one, he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one to each according to his own ability and he immediately went on a journey so to each according to their ability and then he went on his journey so i'm going to skip now to uh, you know when he came back so when um <clears throat> after a long time the lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them so he who received the five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few, a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of our Lord. And then on he went to the same one who had the two, two talents and then until he came to the one with uh, the one who buried his talent. So today I want to focus here on how we can be faithful with our gift, that we can be faithful with our talents, we can be faithful with our purpose. And so because, you know, so when we look at this guy who buried his talent, it's okay for us to point fingers. But today I want to challenge us with these uh, thoughts 
about when we read this scripture, we need to be looking at ourselves. Because like the guy who received the one talent, we've all been given gifts. We've all been given ability. We have, we have all been called according to his purpose. So as you listen, I, I just want to exalt you to listen and be asking the Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? What are you saying to me today? What do I need to do today? What do I, how do I need to steward my gifts or my, or my talents today? So I just want to... Um, this is where I want to focus on and I just pray that you are blessed as we do this. What is transformation? Transformation is going beyond our current formation. That means we are thinking in a different way. We, are, we have um, kind of gone beyond, we have elevated beyond our current um formation so which means when we renew our mind then we renew our thinking when we think differently from the way the world think and then we are now um transformed we have gone beyond you know the states that we currently are so if we've gone beyond the state that we currently are that means our thinking is different our ways of doing things are different so we no longer do things according to the pattern of this world but we do it according to the patterns of of heaven so today i want to talk to us about being faithful in the things that god has given us the things that god has called us into oftentimes people just they waiting for their dreams to come true they are waiting on God to do something in order for them to do their part. They are waiting for heaven to move, air to move, all their dogs to come, you know, in, in line. You know, they want to have all their dogs in a row before they can be faithful in the things that God has called them to. So that is the way this world thinks. If when I have enough money, when my family situation is balanced, when my job is settled, when I've had all my children, or when my children have left home, then I will sit down and I'll be faithful. Meanwhile, I know the talent, I know the gift that God has given me, so I'm just going to put them away, store them away for a while. And then when I'm ready, when everything is in place, when I have enough money, everything is, is going according to plan, then I will bring and I will work on my creativity. I will, I will, I will step into the, the call of God on my life. But things doesn't work that way. And what the uh, the Bible clearly shows us in the in the parable of the talents, where uh, God uh, uh, this uh, the the master went away and apportioned different talents to to different people, and we see some some of them multiplied the talent by putting it to use. And and a very wise one in his own eyes buried his talents, thinking that the master was going to come back if he loses the talent by not using it. I don't know how he can even lose it by not using it, and that we um that the master was going to be so angry and get angry with him so much so and was so afraid he buried the talent but today i want to challenge you with two things first thing i'm telling you if you are waiting to for your for everything for everything to work out before you can step into your 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 calling you will never step into your calling you don't have to wait for your dreams to come true, you have to be true to your dreams. So when God gives you something, there's a stirring in your heart right now for what you know that God has called you into, that the purpose of which God has called you, for the purpose for which you came to this earth, that you were born, you know what it is because every one of us, our life speaks to us. So if you are waiting for your dreams to come true one day, I'm telling you, your dreams will not come true. But you have to be true to your dream. You have to stop 
putting things in place. You have to start walking in the call of God on your life. You have to start using your gifts, your talents that God has already given you in order for your dream to come true. Until you save your dream, you're not going to have full realization of your dream. Okay, so that's good. Until you save your dream. So you need to save your dream. You need to save your calling. You need to save your destiny. You need to serve the purpose for which you were put right on this earth. Because why? You are a unique individual. Until you step into your shoes, no one else can, can fill your shoes. Because you are unique. Your thumbprint is unique. Everything about you is unique. So the, the, the gift and talent that God is giving you is unique. And is to serve a unique group of people. U unique, uh, um, you know, a group of 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 individuals that he's called you that he's called you to serve so that's number one so don't wait for your dreams to come true you need to be true to your dream number two some people want to get all their dogs in a row before they can step into their gifts and callings they want everything to be perfect they want you know to to have enough money they want to 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 um and they are looking for what they haven't got to start it but you know what have you got in your hand because the bible said that every one of us has been dealt a measure of faith so even having the faith in the in, in the things that god has called you into that you are waiting for 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 tools and equipment or money or whatever it is that you need to start it you already have that measure of faith so which means if you have that faith faith what is faith faith is seeing those things that are not as though they were so what you have to do is to step into the thing that god has called you into and the provision will come what is provision i heard somebody said this is not my i'm not even sure where i've heard it he said you know provision provision god provides for a vision so once you are serving your vision once you're serving the call of god on upon your life he will provide he will bring the resources that you need to serve that vision so number one don't be don't wait till your dream comes true before you start stepping into your doing your dreams but you need to be you need to be true to your dream in order for your dream to to come true so it's the other way around so this is the transformation process the, the thinking the way we reason we need to change it we need to we need to apply a higher way a higher understanding a higher um uh, walking in the spirit in order for us to understand this so if we are sitting there at home thinking nothing ever works out for me nothing ever do this nothing ever and you complain 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 you know what you focus on you empower so if you think you never have enough to start you never have enough to do this guess what you're not going to have enough but if you look at your hand you say god i thank you for the gift that you have already given me i thank you because that is a start so being grateful for the gift having gratitude for the gift and you say god you know i know you have called me for this this is my vision what do I need to become in order to serve this vision? So how do I need to change my mind in order to serve this vision? So if I know that I've been called, say, for example, um, to, to, um, to exalt, you know, and, and I'm sitting there saying, hey, God, I know that you have given me the gift of exaltation. I want to really want to exalt. But what I should be saying is, God, what do I need to become in order for me to serve this vision? Number one, I need to become love. So I have to find a way because, you know, when you are an exalter, you say things as they are. You just 
come out with it. So I need to say, God, okay, I need to develop patience. I need to grow in my love. I need to know how to communicate better. I need to know how to speak the heart of God, although as true as it is, but I need to know how to bring it with gentility. So if I don't already have that, what do I do? I go to the source, the source of the gift. And I said, I need to develop this in me. How do I grow in that? And I actually asked this question not too long ago, or even two days ago, and just gently within my spirit, I said, God, how can I develop in the area of love to be an epitome of love, to love more, to just be, to, to embrace people more with love, to have more compassion. And just from within me, as I asked the question in my devotion time, I heard this word, stay close to me, stay close to me. How amazing is that? And then I say, okay, now I know what to do. So when I stay close to Christ and then I become like him, more and more like him, I'm, you know, not sure I'll become fully like him on this side of the, of the, you know, of my life. But I'm every day as I stay close to him, I will be transformed into his image and likeness. So I need to become love in order for me to serve my vision in exalting, in, in, in calling of people's destiny, in calling of uh, uh, people's identity. So I need to grow in love. So, and God has equipped me to do that because when I stay close to him, as he is the true vine, as I abide as the branch, I will bear much fruit. Number two, what do I already have that I can use? That is what I'm doing right now. This is what I have. I have myself, I have my phone, and there's a YouTube channel, you know, so I already have that, you know, so if I may be reaching one person, two people, it doesn't matter, but what I'm doing right now is saying, God, I'm willing to be faithful in the, what, in the little that you have given me, I'm willing to be faithful, I'm willing to serve the vision, I'm willing to make full of myself, I'm willing to, to appear, you know, uh, foolish or whatever it is, I already have my voice, I have my phone, and so I'm going to use that. So what do you have right now already in your hand that will serve your vision, the purpose that God has called you into? Because if you are waiting for somebody to, to hand it to you, it's not going to happen because God has called you. He has equipped you. He has, is there, right now there's provision, surplus, waiting to serve that vision if you just be faithful to it. And so what did, what did the scripture say to the servant who buried his talent? And he said, take that which he had away. You know what? Why? And some people may look at that and say, that's wickedness. Why would you even take the little that he had away? But what did he do? He wasn't doing anything with it. So if he wasn't doing anything with it, we doesn't need to keep it. You know, there are so many people that could do with that. And, and, you know, and God can literally raise somebody up, raise stones up in that place to give the stones that one talent. But he said for those who have, those who are already serving the vision, those who are making use of their talents, that he will give much more to them. So I just want to exalt you today. Whatever God has called you into, whatever you are feeling in your heart, whatever that vision is pulling you right now, whatever talent is, is tugging on your heart, and you know what that thing is. So why don't you start from where you are? are and you know i'm exalting you and i'm asking that you can do it because you have all the things that you need in heaven and on earth to to be who god has called you to be let me tell you something you know if you don't do the purpose of god in your life if you, 
you know, like if you don't do you, you're not going to be done. So if you are waiting for somebody else to fill your shoes, your shoes will not be filled. If you don't do you, you won't be done. So who are you? What purpose is in your life? What vision has God given you? What is pulling, tugging at you right now that you know God is asking you that it is time to step into? But you are waiting for somebody to, to, to come alongside you. Or you are waiting for somebody to provide for you to do it. Or you are waiting for a man to open door for you. Or you are saying there are not enough resources. Unless you share your dreams, unless you share your vision, unless you share your purpose, unless you are working in it, people that are right now that are lining up, that God is lining up to come alongside you, the resources that you need, you are not going to realize them. But I promise you and I guarantee that as soon as you start working in your destiny and in your purpose, no matter how small it is, don't be little, little beginning. You know, if you're an evangelist, why don't you knock on your neighbor's door and they start sharing the gospel? If you, if you, if you are a teacher, why don't you gather your children together and start teaching them? If you are, if you know you've been called into the prophetic, why don't you be asking God for words for people? If you know you've been called into business, why don't you start? What is, what is that thing that is talking in your heart? What is the problem that you see out there that you think, oh, that problem needs a solution and start being that solution is he called you to be a teacher whatever area that God has called you into you need to look at what you already have and I guarantee you you already have something that you can start with so I want to encourage you today not to bury your talents I want to encourage you today to start thinking you know the, the to start thinking you know, higher than the world thinks. So don't, you don't need resources to start God's vision on your life. You need to serve the vision and the resources will come. That is the opposite way. Like, for example, when, when you know, if you want to start a business in creating something, you really, you don't need a lot of money. You need your creativity to come out. So what do you do? You take a pen and you take a paper and you start putting your ideas down on pen and paper. That is already serving the vision. So once you've, once you've written down every Thing that you know that is inside of you, you pour it out and now you can see it, then you know, keep reading it out, share it with somebody, and that is starting, that is working, that is stepping into what God has called you into. So don't be little, little beginning. Now, what are the three things I said? Don't wait for your dreams to come true. You need to be true to your vision. So don't wait for you to have all money to start whatever ministry or, or, or business or whatever. You know, look at what you already have and what do you need to become? How do you need to develop yourself? What do you need to not change about yourself, develop in yourself in order for you to become that thing. As you do that, you're going to begin to see that your vision, that the purpose of God in your life will begin to multiply and increase because you have been faithful with the little. God bless you. So in closing, I want us to do something. I want you to think about Think back to the parable. Think back to all the things that was said in Matthew 25 from verses 14 to 30. Think about the servants. Which servant might represent your life? In your quiet time, inquire from God. As to what area of your life he's, you know, what area is he calling you to? To increase your faithfulness.
you know, sometimes when we talk about, when we come to church and a wonderful message is preached, and I'm not saying by any fact this has been one of the amazing, life-changing, wonderful, but it was for me. You know, we have a wonderful teacher with Sunday after Sunday. He pours his, his heart out to us. You know, at the end of it all, what is the life application? What are we taking away today from this message? Are you going to look, are we going to look at our lives and want to, you know, question ourselves as to what is it that I'm called to? Where am I in that journey right now? What is it? in my life that I need to increase my faithfulness, that I need to be faithful in the things that he's given me, the area that I can, I can work on that when I look back two, three, four, five years from now, and you can look back and you can remember the very moment that you had that awakening in your spirit as to what you are called to. So I'm just going to put on a little bit of music and I want you to just sit quiet wherever you are, in your home, in your car, wherever you are. And just close your eyes and take a deep breath and allow yourself to forget about COVID-19 and forget about jobs or no jobs and forget about your surrounding. It's just you, the Holy Spirit, taking you on a journey right now and you feel yourself being led to this amazing, beautiful, beautiful place and as you are walking along you are wondering you are excited because you know you are walking towards something but you don't quite know what you are walking towards but you know your heart is beating fast and then suddenly you can feel this amazing light love wonderful peace and then you gaze and you gaze and you gaze at it. And then you can, until you see Jesus right in front of you. And fill yourself right now with all the love. Everything that you've ever dreamt of. Everything that you've ever hoped for. Everything that you've ever desired is all wrapped up. In this moment. And at that moment, Jesus called out your name, Joyce. And I looked at him. And he said, you know, I'm just about to go on the journey. And I brought you to this moment because I planned your life and I knew your life. And I know that you need certain things that to leave 
this life that I've given you. And I'm going to give you the tools, the equipment, the gift that you need to navigate this life and to live out your purpose. But I'm giving you this special gift, this special talent that you use to serve the kingdom, to bring people to me. So when I return, it won't just be you coming to meet with me. I want to come back to you and to a great multitude that you have served. And they are equally excited to meet with me here, right here in this place when I return. Take a deep breath. Just take that moment in. And in that moment, you knew you had to make him a promise. You knew you had to say something. First of all, you are grateful that he will call you, that he will get the Holy Spirit to lead you to this wonderful place so that he can give you this gift, so that you know that he's placing this in your hands. And you want to promise him. I don't know about you, but if you are like me, I want to promise him everything. I want to promise him. I want to, first of all, thank him that he will trust me with it. Thank him that he chose me. Thank him that he would even think that he could trust me with this precious gift that he's given me. And then I want to make him a promise to say, I will be faithful with it. Take a deep breath. Now I want you to come back to the room and open your eyes. And then you look at your hands. I want you to look at your hands. And I want you to know that's exactly, that's exactly what you already have. So now are you going to keep that promise? that you will be faithful with what he's given you because you already have it he's already given it to you so father in the name of jesus i thank you for my brothers i thank you for my sisters i thank you for this wonderful moment together this moment that we know who we always were and father we promise that we will be faithful in the things that you've called us into. For everyone is different. But you have given us according to our skills and our ability. And you've given us faith to believe in those things that are not as though they are. So we are walking. We are walking in those things that already are. That we are waiting for the manifestations. We are saying, Lord, we are ready. We are willing. We are willing. We are willing to be uncomfortable. We are willing to be uncomfortable that we may bring you. That we may bring you the increase of our talents. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you are there listening to us, all you know, listening to this web 
cast and you do not know Jesus and you don't know the giver of this gift that I've been talking about. And you're saying, I sure want to be able to stand in front of him and I want to receive that gift. I want to know what that gift is. I want to tell you that he's already created you with those gifts and talents. But if you want to know how to discover the giver of the gift and to have this relationship with him, it's very simple. What you have to do is to invite him into your life. And just by saying this simple prayer with me, I'm saying, Lord Jesus, I thank you for choosing me. I thank you that you came and that you died for me so that I may live life in you. And so today, I choose to surrender my life to you. I give you my control. I give you the control of my life. And I invite you to come and be Lord over my life. I believe that you are the son of God, that you came, you died, and on the, you were buried, and on the third day you rose from the grave, and you ascended into heaven, where you are now sitting at the right hand of the Father. And I ask you to come into my life and be Lord over my life. And I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you pray that prayer, I just want to congratulate you to say that now you are part of the family. So why don't you just write to us, email the church, or tell somebody to say that you've made a commitment to Jesus today. And I tell you, there are hosts of angels rejoicing in heaven because you've made that commitment. And Father, I just pray for my brothers and my sisters who are just making that commitment for the first time. I just ask right now for the power of the Holy Spirit to overwhelm them. That they will know love that they've never known before. That they will know peace that they've never known before. That they will know joy that they've never known before. And they will know what it means to live and move and have their being in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you, Faith Life family. Have a wonderful week and I shall see you soon. So take care and God bless you. Have a wonderful Sunday. Bye.